Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 135. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today I'm really excited to introduce a very special guest, Kenny Welch. Kenny, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I have got my fire suit on. I'm strapped in the rail. Helmet's on. Let's race. I love that enthusiasm. Kenny Welch is the owner of Kenny's Rod Shop in Boise, Idaho. He's been playing with cars and building hot rods for over 25 years. His focus is on cars from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And as long as he and his talented crew are cutting and modifying vehicles, they are very happy. Their complete fabrication shop can handle chassis, body paint, and complete assembly projects. Kenny really loves designing and building wild and crazy suspensions, and he's owned over 300 Volkswagen Beetles and cut up more of them than he can remember. His shop takes great pride in taking the time to build the right car for his customers that can be driven, enjoyed, and used. Kenny's true passion is the art of the hot rod. So Kenny, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your history, your business, your interests, and of course your passion for automobiles? Well, for me, it all started out as a young kid. My dad's been a hot rodder his whole life. He was in the computer industry, but I've got pictures, uh, or my mom and dad have pictures of me at, you know, four years old, taking a motor out of a truck. I knew the cars were my passion and my, my life of what I wanted to do. We started business in the late teens. I, I got into Volkswagens, and I've owned uh, a gajillion of them, uh, <laughs> obviously, as you said. Yeah. And then from there, I, I knew I would progress into hot rods, but it was just tough being a young kid to do that. But in, in time, it came to me and, and, and worked very well. And then we've been just doing going nonstop ever since. Well, you built some really cool stuff, and I took some time and looked on your website. You guys do kind of a little bit of everything in, in the sense, but you can take a, a car and fix it up, or you can take something from the very beginning and, and walk it all through. So, But what's interesting to me is you started with Volkswagens, which most people would think are so far away from hot rods. Why Volkswagens? You know, when I was a young kid, it just, that was the thing, the cow bugs when I was in California. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember just buying stacks and stacks of hot VWs and VW Trends magazines. And uh, it was something that I think as a kid, 
even though I love the hot rods, it was definitely more affordable. I mean, you go buy a bug for a hundred bucks 20 years ago, about right. that now. Yeah. And so I was able to accredit a lot of my skills to buying Volkswagens, cutting them up, changing them, doing suicide doors, chopping tops. So it was kind of just the end thing, I guess, when I was a young teenager. Yeah. Okay. Well, very cool. Well, one of my first cars was a VW Carmen Ghia. Nice. I love that car. It was a 67. I kind of called it my poor man's Porsche because I loved Porsches but couldn't afford one. Got to have the opportunity to restore that car with a friend of mine in his garage and learned how to build an engine and paint it. And uh, oh, I love that car. It took me all the way through college. It was great fun. Very cool. Yeah, and they ver- they're very affordable too, which <laughs> made it an, an extra special thing for me. As we continue on your journey, Kenny, I always like to start by asking my guests if they have a success quote that has some great meaning to them, something that has been instrumental in forming their life and their success. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Kenny, take the wheel. Well, I've always lived by the phrase, remember, good hot rods aren't cheap. And cheap hot rods aren't good. <laughs> and with today's and with today's TV and stuff, granted, there's some great programs on. There's some not great programs on. Mm-hmm. I, I live and die by that quote with uh, everything in my business as far as that goes. Unfortunately, this is not a cheap hobby, um, and we try and do the best we can do, and, and we build a, a quality piece. So it, it's just it's one of those things that uh, I'm not going to say it's necessarily a rich man's game, but it, you get what you pay for. So I would assume you incorporate that into every aspect of how you run your business and how you build your cars. Is that right? Correct. I do. And even my basic things in life, even when I have something done, and it's always one of those things I compare my business. If I've got my plumber at my house, same thing. It's like, you know, you buy the cheapest plumber or get the cheapest plumber to come there. You may have leaky pipes, you know. (laughs) So it's just tough to try and get that to explain people. Especially now with, like I said, the TV programs on, and granted, there's some great ones on, but there's some that just kind of mislead the industry a little bit, in my opinion, and, and it can be tough, you know, So, uh, but it's something I've just always lived by my motto, and, and we try and do the best that we can do for our customer and give them the biggest bang for the buck. Well, that striving for perfection, my father taught me at a young age that if you can't afford the best, save up until you can, because if you chintz out or cheap out and just buy something It'll long make you feel miserable because you realize you didn't get what you really wanted. So I think we share our our thoughts about life in that respect. I always appreciated my father giving me that wise bit of uh, wisdom, if you will. Yes, very very wise man. Yeah. Would you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? Tell me if there was that one pivotal moment when you can really recall that you knew you were a car guy. You know, I've got lots of scenarios, but I can just remember being out in the garage with my dad. Probably, I mean, the pictures of me at four or five years old on my light, I don't remember that. But when I was six or seven, I can remember his 32 that he's owned for 55 years. Uh, I can remember being in the garage with my dad and, and pulling the motor out and helping him do that. And I just, I, I knew that, wow, this is something that I want to do, you know, and it just, it, and it stuck with me and it's been that way ever since. I mean, I've always tinkered with bicycles and RC cars and models. I mean, you name it, if it's got gears and wheels and stuff, I'm all over it. <laughs> well, and I just understand your father, although he's retired and didn't work in the hot rod industry like you did, he actually does some work with you now. Is that right? 
He retired from the computer industry 12 years ago, uh, about, and then came to work for me uh, full-time, and it's great. We have a, an excellent father-son relationship, um, and now he's kind of semi-retired from me. He's actually in the shop today working, so he's my my wiring guy, and my he's always been my kiss guy. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> so I, I'm always... I'm always looking for that over-the-top, crazy-looking thing, and my dad always brings me back down to actuality, and we meet in the middle, and we can create something that's a phenomenal piece that works. And that's something that I really enjoy having with my father. Well, I think you're very fortunate because he was the one that instigated your passion, and now you end up getting to work together every day. So what a, what a really uh, cherished thing you have going on in your life there. That's very cool. Kenny, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and and really crawl under the hood here and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced in your business. But more importantly, how did you overcome that situation and what did you learn from it so that you could move forward? For me, like I said earlier, something that was tough trying to get into the hot rod realm of the guys in the industry was because of my age. At about 17 is when I really decided I want to start building hot rods for people. And it was tough because here's these guys that are my dad's age, uh, nothing against old guys. <laughs> and and they're, they're like, you know, you weren't even around. You don't, how do you, how can you work on a hot rod? Yeah. So it was very challenging. It took me two or three years to probably really get my foot in the door and, and bust my tail and work for pennies on the dollar just to prove myself, and I had a, a few customers, uh, one gentleman by the name of Bob Holmes lives in the Pleasanton, California area. That was one of my first customers that just, you know, he gave me the break, and I will always remember that from that man, what he did for me, um, and I worked on the thing for probably 10 bucks an hour, but it got me in the door, got me going. He told people about me, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. So with that aspect, I've been very blessed for Bob Holmes in my life. Like I said, he, he was probably one of the major kickers that got me jump-started and helped me out as far as that. Well, it's tremendous when you have people that, that take a chance on you or they're a mentor in some ways and believe in you and give you that opportunity. And so many entrepreneurs, I hear that story over and over again, that there was one person that really took them under the wing or trusted them and said, hey, here, give it a shot and prove that you can do what you say. So, that's very nice that after all these years, you can uh, remember Bob, and hopefully he's still with us. Is he still around? You know, I, I have not spoke to him since we've moved here to Boise, Idaho. It's been uh, probably four or five years since I've spoke to him. I hope he is, and, and if not, I, like I said, I'll always remember him until the day I'm not around. <laughs> there you go. Well, Bob, if you're listening, pick up the phone and give Kenny a call, and um, you made a great impact on his life. That's fantastic. Kenny, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. And I'm going to ask you to share a story when you had a real aha moment in your business or your career. It's one of those times when you sit down, you realize, you know what? I think I can really make it at doing this thing I'm passionate about with cars. And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into your success. For me, um, it was definitely just striving. This is something I've always wanted to do. And, I, and I'm passionate about it. I mean, I'm married, I've got kids, but I mean, I always work 18 hours a day, 20 hours a day, seven days a week when I started because I, I wanted it. Uh, I, I love where I'm at. I love what I do. There was a couple cars, some Speed Star Roadsters and a coupe that we built for some people that really kind of helped put us on the map. And just finding those clients that are, like I said, had the trust in me 
that said, Kenny, you need to do this. And, and we've had plenty of cars and magazines over the years, and, and I, I'm very thankful for those customers that let me do what I want to do. And, and that is one aspect I'm really blessed with is that you know, all these customers have got an idea of what they want, but they really trust me with my style and what's there. So there's a handful of cars, like I said, over the years that I, I'm blessed they gave me the opportunity to build them, that when we took them out to good guy shows and stuff, that really helped us out and, and, and it was a pivotal moment in my career. Would you say that many of the cars that you build, are you given a lot of latitude to be creative in your own sense, or do your clients give you very specific instructions? I do have both, but I would say probably 80 to 90% yeah, let me do what I want to do with their guidance, of course. Mm-hmm. So, And I've always got creative juices going, trying to think outside the box to be a little different, uh, but yet something that's very functional and works. Um, so, yes, I would say I'm pretty blessed that I've got a good control over what I want to do with their blessing. Well, it's wonderful to have that trust. That says a lot about who you are and about your business. How about proudest business or career moments? You've probably had many with your long career, but is there one you could share with me that really was special? Yes. Not too long ago, I believe it was 2011, we took a little Lakes Modified Roadster that we built pretty much from scratch, I mean, the entire car, and we were a amber contender, and this was the first contender in a flat paint finish. Oh, wow. So for me, that is something that it was kind of a, you know, we didn't win. We, we placed well with it, and it was a beautiful car. But to be accepted into that elite group of people with a satin finished paint car was a, a big controversy thing. There was a lot of goods and bads about it all over the Internet and web. But for me, to make that point and to do it, something that would kind of go down in history, that's awesome. Well, you know, I think I found that when there's controversy around something new, that's usually a good thing. It is. That means you're doing something right. Yeah, you push some boundaries, maybe push some buttons on a a few people that think it can be something new. So I think that's fantastic. Let's have a little fun here. What was your first really special car? And if you could share a memory or two you had with that vehicle. Yeah, you know, my very first car was the Volkswagen Bug. And I, at that point in time in my in my life, I was 13 years old when I got it. My dad and I worked on it a lot together. You know, he taught me how to do some welding and this and that. And we had another good friend of ours, Lynn Schneider, that used to be a body guy. And he taught me a lot of things. So for me, that car, even though I don't own it anymore, I, I wish I could find it. I, it. It's just one of those things that will always be in my mind. And I think it's because of the people that I was able to interact with. I can remember when we took it to our first Bugarama car show in Sacramento, California. I mean, people oohed and odd. And like I said, for me, that was my first breaking out of something crazy over the top. And I can remember that day like it was yesterday. Now, that was a VW bug. What year was it? That was a 1960. I do still have my license plate that says Ken's 60 on it. <laughs> you know, I still have my Carmen Ghia license plate. My parents bought it for me. It said Ghia Kid. They actually made a plaque for me that I had on the dash that uh, I kept when I sold the car. So, uh, yeah, those are fun memories. It hangs on my garage wall. Probably like your plate yeah. does too. Yeah. Great. Yep. yep. How about seller's remorse? You had so many vehicles, but is there one in particular that you really wish you could have back? 
You know, I, there's a lot of cars that I've built for myself that I wish I could have back. There's probably more of a few customers' cars that I wish I would have jumped on as they sold them and changed over the years. For me, I'm very passionate about my cars, but it's the creativity. And the reason why I've owned so many Volkswagens is because I'm, I'm constantly wanting to cut up and change, and that's what I'm looking for. To me, it's all about the hunt not to kill. You know, <laughs> I, I, I want to see what I can create. When I'm done, don't get me wrong. I love to drive a hot rod on a nice sunny day. It's, it's beautiful, but it's all about getting there and, and making something that's cool. When it's done, for me, it's time to sell it. Let's build another one and try and recreate and better myself. So I, I do have many that are over the top. I wish I still had them. I really don't have a single, single car that's like, man, I should have kept that. Yeah, well, very much... Like any artist, you know, it's all about the process, the creativity and so forth. And then once that work is, is completed, on to the next one. So I understand. How about current projects? Is there something you're working on right now that really has you excited and fired up? Well, we are working on a 37 Ford for a customer out of Sacramento, California. And we've been working on this car on and off for nine years. Oh, that wow. We are going to debut and shoot for the Riddler Award. We were supposed to go in 2015, but we're a little behind, so we're definitely going to go in 2016. And uh, I've had outsiders that have seen this car and that are people in the industry, and they're like, you know, you guys have got it. A lot of wow. people say they can build a Riddler car, and there's a lot of people that build great cars, but to have something of this magnitude and this extreme and have other high-end people in the industry tell me, you guys have got it, you've got a chance. That, to me, and having my customer giving us the opportunity to do it, I've won in my book already. Yeah. Whether we win or not, I, you know, knowing that we're doing this thing to this magnitude, it's just awesome. And it is, it is a car that is just it's endless, the modifications that we've done and my crew have done on this thing. And it's, uh, it is going to be something that will be a game changer for us when we break this thing out. Oh, fantastic. I cannot wait to see that. Sounds Sounds really, really cool. Now, here's a funny question for you, Kenny. If Kenny was a car, what kind of car would he be and why? For me, probably the one thing that I would love to be is a 32 Ford Woody. I've just always had a passion for him. I cannot glue two popsicle sticks together. So that's been <laughs> that one elusive thing. That's been that one elusive thing that I just can't grasp and do for myself. I love them. The, the 32 Woody, like the Dan Fink Speedwagon that was built years ago, Just there's just something about that car that's always in the back of my mind. I've got pictures of it in my closet here, and it's just, like I said, I can't I can't glue two popsicle sticks together or nail a two-by-four, but uh, I could burn some metal up real good. But uh, that's been the one car that if I could have and I could be, I would love to be that. <laughs> that's very cool. That's a unique one here on Cars. Yeah, I love that. All right, Kenny, we're up to what I call the last lap, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions, and I'm going to ask you to give our listeners some real quick blips of the throttle answers. So you said you had your fire suit on. You're ready? I am. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Go with what feels right with you. Go with what feels right, yes. Go with your gut. I had a guest on here. Maybe you've heard of him. He's kind of a wild guy, Magnus Walker, who's uh, uh -huh. well-known in the, in the Porsche world. That was his answer to that, uh, go with your gut. Yep. I think that's true. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success? For me, uh, a personal habit is measure twice, 
cut once. <laughs> I always do that. That's just something I've always done. I'm always check, 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 and rechecking myself. Like I said, striving to get that, uh, you know, that best that we can get for people. And I do that at home. My wife sees me do that. You know, why, why are you measuring the thing 20 times to hang the curtains? It just, that's just <laughs> how it is. It's just, you know, I strive to try and do the best that I can do and, and produce the best we can do. So that's just something I, I, I carry a tape measure. Uh, I go to church on Sundays, and, and people are like, where's your tape measure? <laughs> just, I always have my tape measure, and I'm always measuring things. So. Oh, that's wonderful. I had a seventh grade woodshop teacher. I remember him so well, C.C. C. Dixon. He must have said that to us a hundred times, measure twice, cut once. Yep. Great, great advice. How about resources? Is there one in particular that you could share with the Cars yeah listeners? Maybe it's a website that you go to often? You know, I, I seem to use the, the, the website stuff a lot more than magazine material and stuff nowadays. Uh, but we, we just, in general, everything. I mean, I, I just search everything. You know, I, I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. But if I don't know, the Internet just seems to be there. There's a lot of great sites. You know, I mean, there's just numerous ones that, uh, you know, different things for, you know, telling you, you know, what transmission as far as the pans. They, they show the bolt pattern and stuff like that, which is awesome for a lot of, my customers, because a lot of them don't understand that I can, hey, get on the internet and let's look at this. So the internet is probably just the basic great tool for anything and everything, in my opinion. Well, we'll put Google down as your answer there. How's that? There you go. Google. (laughs) There you go. Google it. (laughs) How about books? Is there one in particular that you've enjoyed in your past that you could share with our listeners? Um, When the magazine um, Street Rod Builder was out, I thought that was probably one of the best magazines out there, uh, you know, book, I guess, magazine, you, you, you want to call it. They're in-depth articles of, and I've had quite a few cars in there, but they're in-depth articles to how they would show more of the build. I mean, that was the one thing that's always been intriguing to me. Same thing with, like, these TV programs. I, I don't want to see the guys bouncing up and down on trampolines. I want to see what they're doing in the background. I want to see the machinery they're doing. So mm-hmm. um, that is what I really liked about that magazine. Unfortunately, it's no longer uh, in publication, but just the in-depth articles and stuff they had on it to where it was just more, you know, something, you know, I, my mind's a sponge when it comes to hot rods. Sure. Well, I'll remind our listeners that you can find links to these resources on com slash Kenny Welch. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars? Well, everything it seems to be cars, cars, cars for <laughs> me. Uh, here at my hot rod shop, we just put in about two years ago a 124 scale drag track, slot car drag track. Oh, my and gosh. that has been something, it is a kick in the tail. Uh, we try and have a public race about every three or four weeks, mm-hmm. and we have 80 to 100 people show up, and we'll race 200 cars. It's just like drag race, and it's got a Christmas tree and all that jazz like that. So that has been something that has been really fun, and it's very interesting. I mean, my wife would account for this, is when I go home and I'm building these slot cars now for people, she's like, this is just like the big car. You know, I've got <laughs> Kathy jigs. I, I'm always looking for that edge to build something unique as far as that goes. And then my other passion is I'm building a, uh, a front engine dragster right now to go uh, nostalgia drag racing next year. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds like yeah. fun. Very cool. Well, that's a new spin on cars and coffee is uh, go to Kenny's shop and race slot drag cars. <laughs> that's pretty cool I've never, I've never heard of that that's really neat so Kenny we're up to the checkered flag and this last question can be a real doozy for some people if you could only have one collector car in your garage and it's something that you can't sell to buy a bunch of other cars with 
But money's no object. Today I'm going to buy you whatever you'd like since Christmas is coming. What would be that vehicle and why did you choose it? I'm going to go back to my, my 32 Ford Woody. Okay. Uh, you know, if money is no object, it doesn't matter. It's just, I, I think, like I said, for me, that's that one vehicle that I can't do because I just don't do wood. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's just always been a passion of mine to have a 32 Ford Woody. So if you've got the bucks and you want to buy me one, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Well, is it the, the the aspect of the wood on the side? Is that what really intrigues you about that car? I mean, obviously, Woody's the you think of Woody as the wood on the side, but is is that the the key integral part that that pulls on your heartstrings? And I think yes, it is. And back to because I it just I've tried to do wood and I can't. Um, I'm not going to lie to anybody or fool anybody, you know. So that's just always that's kind of that elusive thing out there that just dangles on me, and it's like man, I would like to do this, but I just, I, I can't. So it would be nothing. I, I'd be so happy if, like I said, you showed up or I opened my garage door and there was a jet black 32 full fender Woody sitting there, blonde wood. That would make my day. All right. Well, I'll give Santa Claus a call and see if we can arrange that for you. Sounds like a, fan- I appreciate that. <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic vehicle. That's the first time I've, I've heard that one is for an, for an answer. So I love it when something new and unique pops up here. Kenny, you've taken us on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories and getting to know you a little bit better. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey and your life with the Cars Yeah listeners and with me. Would you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Woody? Well, I would just tell everybody, follow your dreams. Don't get cheap on your dreams. Go get them. Do what you want to do. Let's race. Let's have some fun. There you go. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your company? Uh, they can reach us on our website, which is www.kinneysrodshop.com. That's our probably the best bet, or you can give us a call at area code 208-855-9530. Do you guys participate in Facebook as well? Yes, we're also on Facebook. Um, that's under Kinney's Rod Shop, Kenny Welch, uh, Instagram which is Kenny's Rod Shop as well. And then our racing team is also on uh, Facebook, which is Team KRS Racing. There you go. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything here that Kenny shared with us at carsyad.com slash Kenny Welch. Kenny, thank you again for being so generous with your time and your expertise and for sharing your life and your experience around cars with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Excellent. Thank you. Happy holidays. See you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.